You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your host, me, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. It's good to be here. Good to have you back. Good to have you for the first time. I'm really, I'm really pumped about today's episode, mainly because this is not a type of person I would normally interview. It's someone who works as a nutritionist. Her name is Danielle Pashko. And Danielle has been kind enough to grace us with her presence, where we are talking about everything wellness, nutrition. We're talking about sleep. We're talking about just overall well-being, just having you feel better every day, wake up feeling good, energetic. And she gives an enormous amount of practical easy to use, maybe not easy to implement, but still simple in theory, things that you could do to feel better and live a healthy lifestyle. Why is this important for you? This is not a health podcast, although it is in the health and fitness category of iTunes, but it is not a health podcast per se. It's about dating, but this is all connected. If you are optimizing your healthy lifestyle, you're going to feel better and you're going to feel more interested in going out and approaching women and meeting women. You're going to feel better about your life. You're going to feel more confident. We're talking here about outer qualities. So one of the things I talk about, especially in my magnetic book, which is on Amazon, by the way, what I talk about in there is the idea of inner qualities and outer qualities, inner qualities being the TED system, right? Your behaviors, your outer qualities being what you look like, how you feel, your friends and lifestyle, your money, career, and finances, all the outer things. So all these together make up what's going to make you attractive, your inner qualities and your outer qualities. No, you don't have to have your outer qualities be insane to the point where you're super rich, super good looking, super tall, all that stuff, but you still want to be optimizing all the areas that you can so it's going to help you indirectly and directly with women and just be better for your life. Who doesn't want that? And I know if you're learning about you know, how to get better with women, you clearly want a better life for yourself. So you really can't lose here with this interview that I'm doing today with our expert nutritionist, Danielle Pashko. And I really love to have her back. We kind of covered a lot of the topics broadly and gave some really, really good advice. But it'd be cool to have her back on the show and maybe dive into one thing specifically. And she also gives you her contact information and website, which is in the show notes. So if you decide you want to work with her and work on your nutrition and your and your lifestyle and making sure you're as healthy as could be, you can work with her. So that's pretty cool, too. You have that opportunity. So yeah, we're going to get into that interview in just a second. I just want to remind you that right now I have some awesome, awesome packages going on for you to do coaching with me. I've created a few new ones where if you're interested in getting together with a group of guys who I get on a call with every single week on Zoom, I call it my mastermind, then that's available to you. If you're interested in joining the mastermind or just doing one-on-one coaching with me, then you can go to coachedbytrip.com. Coachedbytrip.com is the application form for you to apply. And maybe you've heard this now for the 10th time because I have many podcasts where I do advertise and you're thinking maybe now is the time. Well, now is the time because there's no time better than now to get this stuff handled, whether it's your health and nutrition or dating and everything in between. So go to coachedbytrip.com to apply if you want to work with me or join that mastermind group. It's pretty awesome and the guys in there right now 
are awesome because I'm only going to pick the most awesome people. So if you feel that you're awesome and you want to join an awesome group with awesome people, what are you waiting for, man? Let's get this part of your life freaking handled. I want to help you. I got these steps to take. I will hold you accountable to do so and make sure that you succeed. That's my goal. That's my mission. Trying to help as many guys as possible until I can't talk anymore, which is going to be many, many years from now. Okay, let's not get too dark. Again, that's coachedbytrip.com. Can't wait to help you. Let's get into our interview today with Danielle. She's awesome. She's smart, and she's got some tips for you. Here it is. Hey, Danielle. How's it going? Hi, good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast here and and talk about nutrition and, and well-being. And I've, I've done I've done over 400 episodes. Okay. So sometimes <laughs> I don't remember if I had someone like you on the podcast. But from what I can remember, because I've been doing this for five years, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had anyone, at least I know for sure not for a very long time, to talk about just wellness, nutrition, health, and things like that. And I think this is very important. While this is not a podcast for that specifically, mm-hmm. I think it's very much related, right? If you have your health in order, you have your energy in order, you feel good, it's going Definitely. to be better for when you're on dates and things like that, right? 100%. That's much more attractive to a woman to see a man that takes care of himself, that he's healthy, he feels well. It's you know, it's not just about appearance or how you look, but really it's just the energy that comes through when you're in good health. So I think that's really, uh, really an essential part of, of, of meeting the right partner. Yeah, totally. I, I 100% agree. And it's something that I believe guys should be working on all the time. It's it's kind of one of these things I call, uh, I put in the category of outer qualities. It's like mm-hmm. something that you don't work on once. It's just kind of something you optimize over the course of your life, right? So Correct. that's something that you should always be uh, working on. And hey, listen, I'm guilty too. And you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I'm having you on this episode because I want to learn something <laughs> from you. You know, I don't get to talk yeah. to nutritionists um, or anyone, you know, in this arena too often, if at all. So I'm excited to, to talk to you and, and ask some questions and just kind of dive into things. But why yeah. don't you give your little here. intro and say who you are and, you know, like your background and how you got into this and all that good stuff. So I, um, I I work as a holistic nutritionist. I work out of a medical practice on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, and um, I specialize in weight loss, but also I do help people with other issues, whether it's um, dealing with, it could be um, managing their, their, their digestion, their blood sugar, their cholesterol. Um, I work with autoimmune diseases. It really depends. So, I mean, I work a lot with nutrition, but I also do a lot with lifestyle because I think that plays a very big role managing stress. Before I was doing this, I also spent a lot of years, I, I taught yoga for about 17 years and I taught meditation and I also was a massage therapist and did healing work. And I started in oh my this gosh. industry. You did, you did it all. That's crazy. Yeah. That's I started awesome. in this industry when I was really young, like 20 years old. So I've been doing it for 20 years before it was oh kind gosh. of like really popular, but you're on the West coast. So I think there it's not really so Midwest extreme. right now. Actually. Midwest. Okay. I, I used to be on the West coast. For many okay. Years. Gotcha. Now, now gotcha. in Chicago. Right. So, you know, but people were like 20 years ago in New York city, it wasn't really a, a thing. People weren't so super healthy. So I, um, yeah, this is something that I just became very passionate about. Cool. That's awesome. Wait, this is great. I didn't even know that it went even further. So you did meditation, you did yoga, you did massage, Yeah, all very important things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. So what did you like the most out of all the things that you that you teach or, or have taught? 
I, I think it really depends. I, I think all of it goes together. I, I don't like to call myself one thing. When people just label me a nutritionist, I think it's very limiting because in my sessions, when I'm speaking with someone, it's not just about their diet, but we really look into their lifestyle, their stress levels, how much are they sleeping, the you know the the type of job they have is it is it something that's creating a lot of um, distress in their life and it's it's causing them to have maybe poor eating habits or their sleep might not be good so it's we I really look at their lifestyle and their their quality of life and and stress and or are they happy and I, and all of those things aside from just nutrition so it's it's really all encompassing and and also to look at do they take care of themselves do they exercise do they uh, do any kind of m mindfulness practices, like do they do any yoga or meditation or martial arts or, or anything like that, or even just exercising that just takes the stress levels down. So I really like to look at it all and um, not just nutrition. So a session is all of those things together. It's not just, it's not just a diet plan. Cool, cool. Yeah. So you go into all the different areas and just diagnose and see what is it that they need and and figure out what would be best for them to to achieve their goals. Is that right? Correct. What do most people come to you for? What, what we'll say men, what, what do men come to you for when they're looking for help? Or maybe you can say, um, what are some of the issues that you see when you're working with men the most? Like what are the most common things? I would say a lot of men come to me to lose weight. Sometimes men will come to me for things for, for hormones and stuff like that, but, um, and to raise testosterone and th those types of things, but they get a little bit shy, I think, because sometimes talking to a female about it, they're, they're not as comfortable. And so a lot of times it's, I would say the majority of my clientele is weight loss, but, and we're also sometimes putting on muscle, um, but just overall health in general. Okay. Got it. So uh -huh. let's, let's do this. Let's pretend uh -huh. someone comes to you and, and I, I kind of want to hear a diagnosis because I know that people listening might have all kinds of issues, but maybe they can get ideas from you if we pretend that someone comes to you with a lot of issues and we can see like how you would diagnose them in terms of what you would tell them to do. You want to try that out? Okay. So imagine someone comes to you and just says, you know, they feel lethargic throughout the day. They have uh, malaise. Mm -hmm. They... Um, don't really focus too much on their eating habits. They eat uh, quite a bit of fast food. Um, let's say they, you know, have trouble sleeping, falling asleep. Even when they do wake up, they don't feel energized, even if they can get a full night's sleep. Um, I know this is all hypothetical, yeah. but I'm, I'm just curious, like what you might say. Um, let's say they, they get their work done and, and, and the work is fine, but they feel pretty uh, depressed during the day and then unfulfilled at night. And, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to just come up with as many like rough things for this, mm -hmm. uh, for this person. Um, let's say they, yeah. And just, and just very yeah, lethargic, unfulfilled and uh, almost like in a haze, so to speak. I understand. What would you tell someone like this? So first of all, what we do in our clinic and even if you didn't come to us and I was working with someone who didn't get lab work in our clinic, I think it's really important to really get a diagnostic checkup through, through your lab work. So um, what we would look at in our office, or I would, if you're going to be referred out, I would say to look at things like, like your hormones, also look at your, your um, vitamin B12 levels, 
looking at your thyroid, which controls your, your also your hormones and your metabolism. That's really important. And, um, and then just, just look at, look at just a whole, um, general lab panel, just to make sure that everything is in range, because that, that's really important because until you, you make sure that that is under control, you really don't want to start with diet until you know that, that everything is okay in terms of your, your overall health and blood work. So that would be the first, the first thing. If someone isn't feeling well, just go to the doctor. I know a lot of men don't want to do that. Um, but I think why that's is really that? important. I don't know why men neglect their health a lot more than women. I feel like men maybe will go to the doctor with a push of a woman, but if they're on their own, I'll talk to guys that have come to me and they're single and they haven't been to a doctor in years. And it just baffles me. I'm like, but you don't feel well and you're tired. And don't you, you know, didn't you ever think to, to get a checkup? And they, they really just, they don't. So I, I think that's, that's a first step for anyone just to make sure that, you know, you don't have any deficiencies, that everything is good. Your iron levels are, are good and um, your, your hormones and everything just really looks in order because that can, that can contribute to, to some issues. If, um, if everything is fine, then I would also take a look at just general habits. So, you know, a lot of people, especially single guys, if they're going out a lot at night or maybe they're staying up at night and spending too much time on social media, which can be an issue, and then they're not sleeping well, and then maybe they're getting four or five video hours. games. Yeah. Anything that, you know, kind of is creating too much stimulation before bedtime. I think people underestimate the importance of sleep. So when you're lacking sleep and then you're not, you know, feeling rested and refreshed, you're already, you're, you're starting off your day on a bad note. So you're waking up and you already feel kind of crappy and that's not the place you want to be when you wake up. So if you're already feeling tired and then the first thing that people do when they're tired is they go rush and for a cup of coffee. And then you end up having coffee in the morning. And then sometimes not only do you have one cup, but you end up having multiple, which raises your, your cortisol levels. It, it makes your insulin levels all wacky. And it can just really just make you feel you're up and then you have a crash during the day. So you're just not really feeling well in general. So it's already just putting you in this, this bad place. Also, if you don't sleep well, you're very, um, it's unlikely that you're, you're going to want to do a workout. I think the best time of day to get in a workout is in the morning, right when you wake up. So you, you know, it's good to keep consistency. So it's, so if you have that first thing in the morning, you get up, you have a routine, you do your exercise, that's great. But if you, if you're just tired, you're not going to be motivated to exercise and then you, you, you throw your day off as well. So I think that just getting a good night's sleep and waking up on the right foot is, is just really critical. How many hours of sleep do you recommend somebody gets? I mean, if you get seven to eight hours, that's that's really ideal. Not everybody can do that, but if it's possible, I, I think that it's important. If you can't get that many, but you can go to sleep before midnight, the quality of sleep before midnight is better than if you're 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 sleeping in the, in the later hours. So you can get a little bit less sleep if you're falling asleep before midnight, especially if you're falling asleep around ten o'clock at night. You're okay. It's um it's it's much more it's a much more deep, refreshing sleep if you're going to sleep earlier. Is that because of sunlight or what's the reason for that? No, I actually don't remember the scientific reason behind that, but I remember learning that going to sleep earlier just um, impacts the quality of, of the sleep, the certain times that you're sleeping. Um, you go into a different type of sleep and um, it's just much deeper and more refreshing. So if you're sleeping from, let's say, two to nine in the morning versus um, 10 to five, it's just you're going to feel better getting that 10 to five sleep. You know what? It's so interesting because I feel like I can speak to that. I feel like if I go to bed really late, mm -hmm. 
but I get a decent amount of sleep. Like you said, you know, two to nine is seven hours. That's not so bad. Right. I don't feel as refreshed at that 9 a.m. wake up as I would if I were to go to bed, let's say, at 11 mm-hmm. and then wake up at, what's that, seven hours, six. Right. Right. I would feel a little bit more refreshed. Um, so, yeah, no, that's definitely, that's that's interesting. I never really heard that before, hmm. but uh, but that makes sense. Right. And also, you know, just besides being on social media, you know, there's certain things to sleep that I, I talk to uh, clients about and they're not really aware of. Um Besides just the stimulation from, from you know, being online or, or using your computer or watching your TV, it's also the, the blue light that you have to be uh, careful about. I'm not sure if you're familiar um, with blue light and, and what that does, um, but it's, it's, it's a light that's, that's reflected off your, your electronic devices. And what happens is it can actually diminish your natural stores of melatonin, and it makes it very difficult to sleep. So you're not getting this this quality sleep. Some people even wear blue light blocking glasses if they need to use their computer um, just because it'll make their sleep better. And another thing is, is actually the Wi-Fi, it emits a certain type of um, radiation, which is called EMF. And that can be a problem even when you sleep. So I actually unplug all of my Wi-Fi, like literally the the Wi-Fi box, I unplug it. And I even tell my clients to do that if they have insomnia and um, put your phone in airplane mode. It, it really, if you have, if you have a problem sleeping, it, it could, will tremendously impact your sleep in a positive way. So wow. just a little, I'm doing, I'm note. doing that. Yeah, that's great. No, that is great. Um, wow. And also I want to just recommend for anyone, cause I do know about blue light and I have read and, and, and heard about this. If you have a Mac, so if anyone is using their computer late at night, you can mm-hmm. download a free app called flux F L U X. And that turns your blue light into like an orange light so it's not emitting that blue light i believe iphones i don't have an android so i'm not sure but i know that iphones have something on them as well where Mm -hmm. it can turn into like a dimmer less blue light so that's possible but from what you're saying and what it sounds like and what i've also read is instead of fixing the blue light stay away from the blue light all to just stay away from all electronics and and screens like a half an hour an hour before bed just to make sure that you're not straining your eyes and looking at that stuff and and also like you just said which is interesting never heard that before is is uh staying clear of the wi-fi right and i think it's you know it's hard because it's it's covid time and a lot of people are lonely and and really the way to keep communication is through through, through using phones or social media and that sort of thing. But it's it's just really important because, you know, the next day it, it really can affect you. Got it. Got it. Let's talk about nutrition and and diet. Cause this is okay. now I know it's such it's such a big category. Do you have any tips or thoughts on what you think is something that people or men should be having in their diet or specific types of diets or let's just say lifestyle eating habits that should be put in place for just being a healthier person in general? Well, for one, I I feel like a lot of men don't eat enough vegetables, which I don't know why that is. Guilty, guilty. Like I don't know many men who just sit at home and make salads for themselves. It's not really a thing that they seem to do on their own. And while women will do that, so I I think it's important to make sure you're getting a lot of – fresh vegetables. You know, I, I think any kind of diet that's that's predominantly plant-based is really better for you. And that doesn't mean being a vegetarian. That just means having, you know, a, a lot of a lot of vegetables. I would say, you know, my diet's probably 
80% vegetables. And then I also, you know, have healthy protein and fats and some, um, you know, healthy carbohydrates. But I think that um, it's important. And, you know, because a lot of men don't cook, I think they're more likely to have processed foods. So eating things like bagels in the morning or um, ordering out a lot and having takeout, which is not necessarily the healthiest if they're not ordering the right things. And a lot of the things you get in the restaurants are, are processed and they're made with a lot of sauces and marinades and things that are full of sugar and gluten and and uh, you know ingredients. Which is what makes it taste so good, of yeah, course. Yeah, exactly. So it. Right. So I think they're not cooking at home and they're eating out. So when I work with men a lot of times and they say, well, you know, I don't cook for myself. That's just not going to happen. But I go to these five restaurants. Can you work with me and help me modify the menu so I can actually eat there and just do it in a healthier way? So because that's that's kind of realistic. You know, not everyone's going to cook. Uh, the one thing that men can do that um, is fairly simple if they're not really, you know, doing much in the kitchen is I think starting the day off with a really good breakfast, um, especially like a really healthy smoothie is something that's fairly easy to do and it doesn't take any cooking skills. And I think if you could do a, 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 a shake in the morning with a really high quality protein, that could even be a vegetarian protein, like a, like a pea protein and put that in a shake and also put in some, some frozen organic fruit, even some vegetables. This is a good time. You can sneak in some vegetables. You can put in um, organic spinach. You can put in kale, even cauliflower, strangely enough, will fatten up your shake and it's less carbohydrates than let's say a banana or sugar. So it actually makes it thicker and creamier. You can put in some almond butter or something like MCT oil, which is really good for your brain and just get it into, um, uh, just ends up eating Excuse me for one second. Oh, sorry. I thought I lost you. Um, you could, they can end up eating something that's really healthy in the morning that'll hold them over for hours. It'll balance their blood sugar and also give them a lot of nutrition just in, in one meal. So I, I pretty much tell every man that I work with to, to get a really good smoothie recipe and I'll normally help them create that. Um, but yeah, that's really, or they can, you can get a lot of recipes online, but that's a good way to start your day. Nice. As we're as we're discussing this, I have right next to me a green shake. Oh, good. Uh, I've been sipping on. Do you want to hear what's in it? I definitely want to hear what's okay. in it. Okay. And you give me the, the honest truth what you think about it. Okay. Okay. So we got kale, spinach, mm -hmm. water, ice, Greek yogurt, apple. Uh, um, I believe there's a banana in there uh -huh. and, and peanut butter. Amazing. How's that? That sounds great. Sounds super healthy. What do you healthy. think about the Greek yogurt? Because um, it's dairy. I know there's good probiotics in there, but is it depends. Do you, I mean, do you stay away from that? So some people tolerate dairy just fine. Some people don't. But some people who are even lactose intolerant, they tend to do okay with yogurt because it's it has more probiotics and it's more easily di digestible. So mm, okay. But if they're they don't do well with that, then I would say maybe do a vegetarian kind of like a like a pea protein. You could definitely do that. And also for men, um, one of the, the good ingredients I think to put in your shake, which is good for your, your, your hormones and testosterone is maca. So I, a lot of times have men put in maca powder in their shakes. Nice. And that's all that stuff you can, yep. And you can get all that stuff from Amazon easily. Yeah. Right? Super easy. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let's, I, I, I'm, this is fun picking your brain in all these different areas of health. <laughs> so, okay. We, we touched on diet. Let's talk about meditation because you yes. mentioned that you've taught that and sounds like you recommend it. So why is that? First of all, why is that beneficial? Why is that something that you do recommend? And, and let's take it from there. 
beneficial because, especially I think in the morning, because it really starts you off with a clear head. You know, you don't want to wake up in the morning and you're already, you didn't sleep well, you're drinking your coffee, you're rushing out the door, you're stressed, you're in traffic. It's like you're, you need to cool off a little bit. You know, you need to wake up and not be in that kind of mode where you're frantic when you're in the morning. So if you can get into a meditation practice where you do it right when you wake up, allow yourself a little bit of extra time and just get yourself clear, it changes the whole way you start your day. When you start your day frantic, it's like everything else in your life becomes a little bit crazy too. You know, it's like it, when you're in a calm zone, it, you just seem to have a lot more luck. So if, if you're very new to meditating and um, I mean, a lot of people are not going to classes now because of the situation, but there's, there's so much going on, on, on YouTube and zoom, even, um, a guided visualization. Let's say you're not one of these guys who wants to sit in a meditation pillow and, you know, a Lotus position and sit up. You can even lay down, close your eyes, put in your headphones and do a guided meditation. There's, there's so many great ones out there and just, just get yourself into a, to a space that you're, that you're ready for the day and you're, um, and you're calm and clear. I think that's really important and, and people will, will notice that it's, it's, um, it's, it's very important the way you start your day. You know, I always wake up, I have my routines. I, I wake up, I make my bed right away. I never, I don't know why guys don't make their bed when they wake up, by the way, that's just kind of a, <laughs> a weird thing I've observed, but it's, it's good to have rituals. You know, it's good to wake up, make your bed. If you can do a meditation, some stretching, have your smoothie and, um, and then be clear when you head to work. What's your morning routine from the moment you wake up and what time do you wake up at? So I'll be honest, I'm not the earliest riser in the world. I, uh, I, prob I don't set an alarm. I, I did for many years. I used to be a very early morning person, but now I wake up probably between 7.30 and 8. And I wake up and I go right into... Um, I go right into my meditation and stretching. I have a, I have a yoga mat in my apartment. I, I stopped using a gym a long time ago and even going to classes. And I do, I do about a half an hour stretch and, and meditation practice. And then I do have, um, uh, one, one small cup of coffee in the morning and, um, I check my emails and I, um, I just get a little bit of work done and then I end up, I end up having my, my breakfast a little bit later. So I would say probably two hours after I wake up, but I, I don't, um, you know, I, 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 I don't do anything, um, really stressful before bed that would, you know, like, let's say like watching the news I'll, I'll do in the morning. And, um, that's, that's also part of my routine, but like, that's something I would never do before bed. Cause that, that's, I feel that's very stressful. So in the morning is when I'm ready to take in all the news after I'm calm and I've done my meditation and I don't need to go back to sleep. So, um, but that's, that's pretty much it. It's, um, it's, it's doing some rex relaxation techniques, then, then having my coffee or tea checking my messages and then probably, you know, starting my day off with, with a shake. It's interesting. I mean, morning routines are, have been really popular and trending for, yeah. I feel like the past five, six years, people are always interested in what's your morning routine? What do you do in the morning? And, and what do you do? And, and I think it's great that that is such a trending topic just because it seems to be that your morning it, well, of course, it is the foundation of the rest of your day, but it has such, and because of that, it has such a large effect on how you feel and how you get things done. And 
And uh, that's, yeah, it's just really important, I believe, to, to get something going like that. So Definitely. You, yeah. you encourage a little bit of physical activity, maybe a stretch, maybe a workout, some meditation, a good green smoothie or something nutritious to eat. Is that for right? For sure, for sure. If you can do that first thing in the morning, you know, I'll, I'll do some exercise later in the day, but just to get some stretching in and meditation, yeah, yeah, it definitely helps me um, first thing when I wake up. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'll definitely back up the the making the bed thing. Um, I've yeah. heard that before, and so what I've heard before, so I have my own opinion on it. Plus, I've heard another opinion on it, which was it's it's like the first thing you do that that makes things a little bit more productive. Like it's a task that you complete. And because you start doing that, that can take you into completing other tasks because if you completed that, even though that's something that's really small, but it kind of starts off the day with just being productive and getting things done. Correct. And let's say straight from work, you have a date. And if you end up bringing a girl over later in the night and she sees that your bed is unmade, mm -mm, we don't like that. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't look good, right? It, it looks, looks terrible. I hate yeah, it. I, I I think that's just not a good look. Like it's kind of gross, really. Yes. It's like, you why don't you make your like, bed? Uh, it makes you like a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. We like to see yeah. it. Like and, and I think there's something to say about feng shui also is, and you know, I don't know if it's just me. I, I feel like I've always been very effective, but I know that, you know, everyone is. You walk into a room that's has good feng shui, you feel different than if you walk into a room that's either kind of messy or or things are just positioned weird or kind of off. And mm-hmm. I think that that says something is, well, especially now if people are working from home more, to walk into your room and your bed is made, it just feels better, which in turn will make you feel better. Right. You know? Well, that happens. So. And now that you mentioned working from home, also, take a shower. Make sure you get out of your your clothes that you you know you've been sleeping in. You don't want to work in your pajamas all day. I think that some people start to do that because they're like, ah, no one's looking, you know, unless they're doing a Zoom meeting. But I think that also changes your mindset and makes you less tired and just gets you in the the right the right headspace for for being productive. Because a lot of people start to become lazy when they're working from home. And also a lot of times they're eating really poorly when they're working from home because they're constantly going back to the refrigerator and it's this this mode where it's food's so accessible. So it's it's good to be a little calculated about the way you're going to plan out your day, not just your morning if you're if you're going to spend the day at home. Totally. I'll even add on to that something that I heard about productivity. I know we're, we're now we're kind of off of health, but it's all related. Yeah. Is one thing I heard that's really good to do and I make sure I, I'm not perfect at this, but I do this as much as I can, is after your work day, right at the end, just look at your schedule and plan things out for the next day. Oh, yeah. So when you wake up the next day, you know what's going on. You know, okay, I'm going to do this morning routine. Oh, but there's this one thing I have to check for work and whatever you need to do so you don't wake up going, oh, man, like what am I doing today? Because you don't have a lot of that motivation when you wake up and you're tired and it's kind of harder to to get all those things together and mm-hmm. access all that in your brain. But right. if you did that the night before, it's like, you know, you have your own boss yourself to be like, oh, what did my boss tell me to do? And then you can look at the totally. piece of paper that you wrote down, you know? Yes, 100% agree with you. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, okay. So what else? So I was going to talk about, oh yeah, yoga. So you, you, you do yoga. I know that's very popular and and even more men are getting into yoga these days. And maybe you so can talk a little bit about yoga, that. Yeah. I mean, I think yoga is great. And yoga is not necessarily something that that's just for women. I mean, the, the yoga that, that I was trained in, first of all, every yoga guru that 
I've ever studied with, or most of the major ones, they're 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 all men. <laughs> and um, the the type of yoga that I practice is called Ashtanga yoga. And um, the guru Patabi Joyce, who who founded it, he he died several years ago. But this is actually a yoga that was developed to calm the minds of 12-year-old boys because the postures were so difficult and would get them to meditate because they were so contorted in these difficult postures that they would it, and, and it was so exhausting that it got them to calm down. So it's it, it wasn't even developed for women. Um, and my teachers were always male. And I think that it's really good in terms of just having mental stillness. Um, flexibility is really great when you're playing sports. When I was doing massage years ago, I would work with professional athletes. I worked with basketball players and football players. And at, even at that time, they were getting into yoga and saying it was really helping their game and performance and their lungs and their breathing. And so that's you know, really good. And also once this COVID thing is done, yoga is a great place to meet girls. I used to look at, I mean, my, my classes, I used to have like the prettiest girls come to my yoga classes. And I would think like guys shouldn't even be going out to like bars. They should just be coming to my class and learning yoga because it's a great place to meet. It is. It is. Absolutely. And if you know cool. what you're doing, it's, it's even more attractive. You know, you don't have to be a great yogi, but I remember like some guys figured that out and they'd, they'd be in the back of the class, like the guys you see in the eighties movies who like totally don't know what they're doing. And they're like, to, you know, completely like discombobulated with their, their, their movements and I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my God, but at least they tried. But I think it's, um, it's definitely a good thing to practice. And, and I used to have a lot of private yoga clients that were male for that reason, because they felt a little intimidated going into a class. So I would say if that's something you want to try, but you feel a little bit shy about it, get a private yoga trainer to work with you. Just initially maybe do five sessions and just learn some of the basic positions, the postures, and then you can walk into a class with a little bit more confidence. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Or maybe hopefully, you know, cause these days it's a little bit harder yeah, to or just do it at home. Join class. Right. Do it at mm -hmm, home. Right. For sure. And there's so many also, I, I really like that idea is getting an instructor to just kind of show you the moves a little bit and get your form right, just so you're not completely shooting in the dark and right. then either go to a class or, you know, there's a billion YouTube videos where you could just like follow some simple uh, yoga routines and at least you'll know kind of what's going on because you've hired that person and, mm -hmm. and just gotten some of that down. So that's a, that's a great idea. Definitely. And I think men are also under the misconception that yoga is, is something that's boring and too slow and, and they're, you know, they don't get a workout. So if they're really an athletic kind of guy, but have some flexibility, I, I would say Ashtanga yoga is really a great one to practice. I don't know if you're familiar with Ashtanga, but it's um it's very it's very challenging but also gets you in incredible shape. I mean, I don't really do anything now but but yoga and maybe some free weights here and there, but I'm in the best shape of my life from doing yoga and it's not from, you know, working out at the gym and some of the guys they they're like they're jacked and they're just doing Ashtanga yoga, nothing else. So it really Yeah, yoga's really, hard. I yes. Mean, yeah, people guys and girls they are both, if they're good at yoga, they're strong, very right. strong, mm -hmm. like very muscular, very toned. Yes. It is not easy. I've only done yoga a handful of times and it really, uh, it, it, it can take a toll on you. It's, it's serious stuff. Mm -hmm. Cool. For sure. So curious, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, you, you have some, maybe some tips 
that kind of span across all these different topics that we've talked about? If any, if there's anything that we haven't covered yet, is there any like tips that you give a lot or just like cool hacks or just little things that you're like, man, if this, if anyone, anyone in the world just does this little tip, like for example, you said earlier, you know, like really prioritize your sleep. Like mm-hmm. that's so important. You feel so much better. Do you have any other tips like that? Just the, across all the realms of health that you want to share with anyone listening right now? Sure. So I think, um, you know, certain supplements I think are, are beneficial for, for everyone to take. So I would say that a good probiotic is something that everyone should, digestion is really fundamental for good health. So I think that everyone should be on a really good probiotic. So I would, I would recommend that. Um, I think CoQ10 is a very good supplement. It's great for mitochondrial function, energy. It's good for your heart, especially if you have high cholesterol and things like that, which men encounter those type of issues. So I think um, that's good. I think a fish oil is good to take. Um, Also getting more vegetables in your diet. So if you can start doing those smoothies. Also, I think juicing is great if you're able to make, get a juicer, invest in that and and have one good juice at least once a day. If you're not even able to, to make salads or do anything like that, just have a really good juice. Um, doing your, your meditation, some kind of mindfulness practice, I would say do something that you enjoy as well. You know, something that really inspires you. If that's not your thing, do something that makes you happy. So if it's taking a class of some sort or getting involved with some kind of activity that just brings you joy in your life, I think being happy is really a, a fundamental part of just, you know, having a, a fulfilling life. And um, and then on, in the food department, I mean, the pretty basic stuff that I think we all know, stay away from from processed foods and, you know, refined sugar and um, you know, really try to, to, to manage your portions and not overeat and, and just, you know, do everything in, in, in moderation. And, um, I think all of these things combined really make a difference. And, and, and I also have the point that you, that you made, which was planning, um, planning your days. I think that also really, um, makes for good health, you know, whether it's planning your, your activities or your meetings, or even, even what you plan to eat the next day. I just think having some structure is really going to make, make your life a lot better. Cool. Awesome. Wow. It's like, you just give the formula to <laughs> happiness and, and fulfillment. I, I love it. That's, that's great. That's great. Okay. If guys want to get help with this, cause I know that that can sound overwhelming, or maybe they want to dive into more specific issues that they may have. And so they want to have more of a, a custom plan for them. Uh-huh. Where could they find you if they would want to work with you? They can go to my website, which is pashkowellness.com. And my full name is Danielle and my last name is spelled P-A-S-H-K-O. So it's pashkowellness.com. Cool. Awesome. Well, guys, check her out. And if you feel that you want to get this part of your life in order, I would definitely recommend speaking to her and trying to figure out what's going on with you and how you can feel your best and live your best life. So what I'll do is I'll put that in the show notes so great. guys can go there. And Danielle, it was great talking to you today. Great and I really appreciate to you, too. you. <laughs> yeah, just taking the time and, and sharing some of your secrets. It's great. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye.